BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Oh my God, you guys. I am so beyond excited to introduce my next guest. You guys know I'm crazy about reality TV. Well, today I'm sitting here with the one and only Stassi Schroeder. If you don't know her, you need to and are about to. She is one of the stars of Vanderpump Rules, author of Next Level Basic, the definitive basic bitch handbook, and the host of the popular podcast Straight Up with Stassi, which I will be on. Without further ado, here is Stassi. I want to start out by you just telling me, because I've watched I've watched the whole series. I've watched every season, but I can't really remember how it all got started and how they found you guys. Like, I feel like you guys were all best friends, right? Yes. Well, there was a core group of us. So yeah. we were actually, most of us were actually working at Sir, this restaurant yeah. in West Hollywood. Yeah. And we were just told that we were going to have a staff meeting. And we came in that day and it, it was that there were producers there and they're like, we're thinking of trying to do a show about you guys. If you're interested, stay. You'll draw straws and we'll interview you guys one by one. And okay. then if you're not interested, you can go. Because there were a lot of serious actors. Yeah, that wanted to that, be that, Oscar winners. That it was like, I can't do reality TV. Right. And so they Where left. are they now? That's true. <laughs> Still at Sir. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we all did that and we interviewed and they settled in on this core of us because it was me, Katie, and Kristen who were best friends who were also dating three best friends, right. Tom, Tom, and Jack. Right. And they right. were like, oh my God, like we just struck Ideal. gold. And like all these couples like are so just not okay together. Like none <laughs> like of us so should. so dysfunctional. They're so dysfunctional. It's yeah. just so not right. So, so it was like the perfect storm. And then yeah. they just brought in Sheena from Villa Blanca, who right. was like Lisa Vanderpump's other restaurant to like add in some. Oh, right. Because there was like that brandy drama. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, got it. Yeah. And then we just started filming and it, and then it, all it worked out. There. Yeah. It's really amazing. It is so crazy. It's it still so like crazy. to this day when I talk about it, it's like, what the Fuck. Yeah, but like, like I was working at a restaurant. I know. A it's, restaurant. I know. I have similar thoughts where it's just like, this is so crazy that this is my reality. Like, I never thought I would be on TV. Because um, I just never thought that I had like the personality for TV. But also, 
for you, like you went into it just being like, okay, I'm going to completely open up everything, right? And right. you have been like that ever since it started. How has that been for you? Because I have been from the start, like pretty closed off. Like I started doing the Hills. I was a college student. I had a boyfriend who didn't want to do the show. And yeah. so like they really showed only one part of my life. But for you, you just went all in. And like, have you ever regretted that? Or like, it's- no, I really haven't. Honestly, it's it sounds like so cheesy and lame, but it is kind of like how I do everything. Yeah. I really feel like, you know, I might not have like that many talents, but I do have like, this ability to just be really open yeah. and not overthink it. Yeah. And I've just, I've been like that with everyone, whether there was like a camera around or not. And so I just figured, okay, I'm going to be myself. And if it ends up like people hating me, well, then they end up hating me. And they did hate me for a, a few years. And sometimes, I don't remember those days. and sometimes they love me, sometimes they don't, but that's mm-hmm. just, I mean, that's like, that's just what it is. That is just, it is what it is. How do you have those kind of fights on camera and then are able to just completely like move past it and then become friends again. And it's just like, I think that it's different for me because for you, when you started, it was so your reality, like the Hills was so different from what reality TV is like. Now you guys were almost like a soap opera. Yeah. I feel like you guys were almost like trained actors. It was, it was, it was so different. So Mm -hmm. you really didn't have to learn that. And like, I feel like in your twenties, like that's where you're kind of like learning how to do something. Right. So because you never had to open up like that much and The Hills was so different from what reality TV is now, you're like all of a sudden being thrown into it. And people are probably like, what, you've done this a million times before. And it's like, no. I had Reality TV has changed. It's so much more raw. Mm -hmm. This is all I know. Mm -hmm. So like, I would imagine if I had been in your position and filmed The Hills and then come back 10 years later and do it and it's different, I would be freaking out the same way because I would have had no practice in that area. Totally. It's just like... Like, I don't understand how people can say these crazy things to one another and then rebound and, like, do it all over again. It's so shitty. And over and over. It really is, Whitney. It is so shitty. Yeah. But, like, that is – we also, I think – we have this like unspoken thing where it's mm-hmm. like we want to make a good show. Totally. So we all have the same end goal. We all mm-hmm. have the same motivation that's mm-hmm. like it is what it is. So we like we got to just like get in there and do it. And it's for the sake of continuing to work. Right. Do yeah. you guys like text and talk and, and are like we should really work this out on camera? Some some people yeah. like people that I'm closest to. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to. I'm not going to attack them just out of nowhere. Like, you know, if I have an issue with someone, I'm like, and they start texting me about it. Yeah. One of us will be like, listen, this is content that we're going to ask to, we're going to have to redo this anyway. Right. So why don't we just save it? Right. So we're not faking anything once we start filming. Totally. That makes sense. But it is, you know, with people that I don't care about, it's like, Fuck it, I'll just go in there and I'm not going to give them a warning like they're an asshole. So it's yes. like, I, I don't care. Do you watch a lot of reality TV? I do. I love like 90 Day Fiance. I need to get into you that. You really do. <laughs> it, well, do you watch reality TV? I, I watch so much. Okay, like, then you then. So much. Okay, 90 Day Fiance is just 
so amazing. Married at first sight, love yeah. after lockup, like <laughs> I, all of those like dirty, crazy, crazy ones where I'm like, these people are literally dating people in prison. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Like there, I know that like last night there was a new episode of 90 Day Fiance and I like, that's like my present at the end of the day today. Right, I am same. so excited. Yeah, I'm like that with Big Brother, which is so you crazy are, because well, that that's you. That's like a lot of commitment. Don't, it's like four hours a week. Yeah, three, it's on three nights, and you have to get. I'm so into it. I watch that. I watch Bachelor. I watch you guys. I watch Housewives. Like Timmy and I really go in. Once you have a kid, you yeah. think you don't. You're not going to have enough time for stuff. But like honestly, you have all, more time. You, all you do is just like. <laughs> have to sit at home and like wait for your kid to wake up and you just watch so much TV. Wait, that sounds like a dream. Yeah, you'll I'm get just, there. I'm so ready to get pregnant and just oh my like God. are you? Oh yeah. I oh, mean you, ha- you are. Okay, well, we okay. were yeah, we were we were trying before not trying but like mm-hmm. oh, we were you know what you I mean. You were like it's fine if it happens. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Not yes. And I then, get it. And then I got engaged and I was like, "Oh shit. I don't want to be pregnant at my wedding." So like, no. Not no. So I know. Let's just wait a year. Yeah. Can you tell the engagement story or do we wait to watch that on the show? Yeah, no, I've talked about it. Okay. Um, it, it was at a, a cemetery, at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. I've heard you're like really into like murder and death and scary I just, things. I love horror films. Horror. I love like the macabre, you know, however. Yeah. I just, I really, I've just always been into like, not, I, I hate like just to be like death. Like, yes. it's such a weird thing to say I, you're into. It's just, I love haunted houses. I love Halloween. I just, and cemeteries have always, like, been fascinating to me because I grew up in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And we have the most beautiful cemeteries. Right. They're all above ground. And so I was used to that, like, kind of, like, spooky atmosphere and, like, embracing that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've always loved cemeteries. And whenever Bo and I, like— leave town and like, you know, go out of the country. Like he'll show me a new cemetery. That's I, so sweet. I just really love it. Cause like, if you walk around, I just like to read like their names yeah. and when they were like born and like imagine what their lives were like or what they were wearing. And yeah. like, I mean, cause it is just, so much more than just about, it's death. not, it's like, not it's just like, like a dead person. People's lives. Like people have it chosen is. to be buried there. It is. It's cool. For eternity. And you're yeah. honor, you're like honoring that. Yeah. So I've always like been that. really interested in it. And so he proposed at Hollywood Cemetery, oh which was with just the two of you guys. Well, and, and the camera crew, camera, just the yeah. two of us, and, and your best friends. Yeah. Well, yeah, the camera crew and the crew—they really do become. I mean, I married a producer. Yes, like, so you, you get, get close. Yeah, you yeah. do. So yeah, and it was really great because I thought that it was a scene that I had planned, like. <laughs> Because I had told producers, you know how you give your producers, you tell them like, yeah, I'm going to be doing this if you want to follow it. I was like, oh, this year, like, I do want to look at mausoleums to like potentially purchase for when I die. Yes. So they're like, oh, we'll set that up. We'll definitely set that scene up. So I thought it was my scene. Oh, my God. So it it was the biggest surprise because he like flipped it on me. That's amazing. Did you know that it was happening soon? No, no, because he tortured me all summer. And this you will see on Vanderpump Rules. He literally convinced me this was not happening anytime soon. Really, And it was like, we got in fights about it because I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You have literally been telling me the opposite for a year straight. And now all of a sudden you're just- games. Yes. I would- Die. I, no, I lost my shit die. a few times. I thought that the night Timmy proposed to me that he was breaking up with me. Stop. Yeah. Wait, why? How because did he propose? He, 
So we were going to Australia on this work trip and the night before he was going to propose to me there, but the night before he's on like this weird phone call with his boss. And he was like, um, did you, did you talk to wit about that thing you were going to talk to her about? I heard the boss on the other line. I heard him say that. And he was like, no, not yet. And it was just weird. And so he, he hangs up the oh phone. Oh my God, my heart's in my butt. And I was like, and and we're literally watching Shark Tank and eating California Chicken Cafe. Like so standard, boring, like not a night you want to get proposed on. But he goes, so he gets off the phone. I'm like, Timmy, um, I, I'm not trying to pry. I'm not trying to be nosy, but like I heard what, what Spike said. Like, were you trying to, or do you have something to tell me? And he's like, no, nothing, nothing. I'm like, Timmy, are are you like breaking up with me? Oh and my he, God. he gets on one knee right there and is like, will you marry me? And I'm like, no, I can't believe I just ruined this whole thing. <laughs> he was like, we were going to Australia and he, the next day and he was going to do this whole proposal on like a cliff with the thing. And he was getting the ring there from some, some friend of ours that he knew. And I, I just ruined the whole no, thing because I, I was like so it. insecure. No. Like the fact that I thought he was breaking up with me when he was going to propose I I would have thought the same thing. I actually love it. I think that story is really sweet. It's like the it's like the scene in Bride Wars when yes. Kate Hudson's like, "Are you just gonna marry? <laughs> yeah. You ever gonna marry me?" <laughs> yes, that I yeah. think that's cute. Aww. Oh my so, god, that's okay. so scary. So I know, so scary. I was honestly freaking out. I wouldn't let it go, and he wanted me to let it go. Are you in full wedding planning mode now? Or are you taking some time? Because I was engaged for two years before we got married. I thought that I was gonna take my time. No, I haven't. No. I think because. Besides the fact that I, I just got so excited, and I I wasn't somebody who was like planning my wedding my whole life, like that wasn't something that I I totally fantasized yeah, about. Yeah, me either. And then once I got engaged, then I like hardcore started just like it was literally like the ring like has superpowers and just like just transforms me. I'm like this like like bridezilla shapeshifter or something. And I don't so blame you. I'm really into it right now. Yeah. But I also because like I said I I I want to have a family. So like I don't want to have a long engagement. Right. Okay. A, a year long engagement is enough for me to yeah. like get all this handled. That makes sense. And then cuz but you know what? You did it right because being engaged everyone treats you like a freaking queen. Oh and I'm like, God. a two-year engagement sounds fun because I could get used to this so, for two well, years. So does your fiance. There's yeah. something about like being engaged it's where they just- very like, romantic. It's very, very romantic. And everyone like thinks that, you know, being, becoming a bride is the most exciting thing. And so everyone just wants to do stuff for you. Yes. It's like your time. It's so fun. Yeah. I mean, two years was a little long for me. Like I couldn't find the place I wanted to get married. Like I had so many prerequisites. Like I wanted it to go late and not have a curfew and I want to be outside. And yeah, like there were so many different things. And finally, I just had to make some sacrifices, but for, for filming it, like, do you have to, has that been difficult? Do you yeah. have to get stuff approved by that? I mean, location. That's, and- that's to me is the hardest part yeah. of the whole wedding planning thing yeah. is like planning a wedding overseas where you can also film. And it's not right. just the location. It's like my rehearsal dinner location, right. where we're going to have lunch, where we're going to. So it's like a Everything. lot of that. So that is stressful. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to like let that one go for Yeah. Right now. And also and, you could look at it as like one of the producers on the team taking that on for you and doing more than maybe 
you, that, more yeah. than if you, if you weren't filming it. Like, yeah. you have someone else help helping organize all that stuff. Totally. Yeah. Do you think there are people that wouldn't come because it's going to be filmed? Or do you even... No, they I don't, don't have to sign. It's like they're not going to be they're focused not, on. They're not going to be focused on. So it's like, yeah. I, I don't think that's going to be a thing. Honestly, I don't want a really big wedding. So like, I hope that some people don't come. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I Honestly, you have more drop off than you think. I invited so many people and I was like, everybody's going to come. And then it ended up like. How big was your wedding? Ours was, I think, 150 people. Oh, that's I, a good amount. Yeah. And it was in Palm Springs. So it was sort of, but my husband's from New York. So it was a big destination for like half of the people. Yes. And now a word from our partner. So for the longest time, I was actually using the deodorant that my dad used to use because it was a sentimental scent and it reminded me of him every time I used it. But I soon realized that it was really not good for me and I needed to make a switch to something more clean. I heard about Native and I chose to try it and it's been really, really, really great. Native creates safe, simple, effective products that people use every single day. And obviously when you're using a product every day, it's so important to think about what is possibly infiltrating our bodies. They create products with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. And if you don't believe it, you should check out their reviews because they have 8,000 five-star reviews from their customers. They're formulated with no aluminum, parabens, or talc, and they're filled with ingredients actually found in nature, such as coconut oil, which I love and rub on sunny almost every day, shea butter, which is super moisturizing, and tapioca starch, which absorbs all the wetness. Definitely something I need. Sitting here recording podcasts especially, I get so hot and I sweat and it helps to know that I have Native by my side so that I can not only be like a crazy sweating machine um, or, you know, stop being a crazy sweating machine, but also smell good. They also don't test on animals, which is super important to me. And they have free shipping and returns. Making the switch to a natural deodorant doesn't mean having to sacrifice on odor and wetness protection. Like I said, a lot of people think that because it's natural, it's not going to work as well. Well, that is not right. You guys will test it and you'll see for yourself. They've been on the Today Show, in Elle Magazine, Pop Sugar, Refinery29, all these amazing publications because people actually believe in them and actually use them. The great part about them is that they come in a huge variety of scents so you can really choose for yourself what suits you. I know I'm super particular about scents and they have specific ones for men and women. Plus they release new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. I personally like the cucumber and mint because it's so refreshing, kind of smells like, I don't know, summer to me, but they have coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, and eucalyptus and mint. The eucalyptus and mint is really, really nice too because it kind of smells very spa-ish. They offer free returns and exchanges in the USA. So you guys must check them out. If you're running low on your deodorant or feel like switching to something natural, which you should, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code WITHWIT for 20% off your first purchase. Again, that's nativedeodorant.com with code WITHWIT for 20% off your first purchase. And now back to our conversation. So I know Katie's your best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, if she's your best friend, then she obviously must be amazing. But did they just edit her bad? Because like, 
Mm-hmm. I was so confused by it all. We talk about this all the time. I'm sure she gets it all the time. She mm. must be so frustrated. She is. <laughs> yes. And I, we honestly, we talk to our producers about it all the time. Yeah. Because they're like, we don't even understand. Like, we don't get how what we see Katie is, how it gets put up there and it just looks different. Yeah. And I have tried telling her, I'm like, I think maybe your delivery, maybe yeah. you don't laugh enough afterwards. I'm <laughs> like, when you send a text, maybe put an emoji after <laughs> right. it. No she's, period, no cap. She's just very to the point. And it, it sometimes seems like aggressive mm-hmm. or bitter or mm-hmm. angry. Mm-hmm. But she's also very good at articulating herself. Just, it, I don't think it's in the warmest way possible. Yeah. And so when you only are seeing that on a show and you're not seeing anything else, you're like, oh, this chick's an asshole. Totally. I make fun of her all the time. Like when we like go to events together, or, like do things together, I'm like, you're going to bring down my followers right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this isn't a good collaboration. This isn't a, this isn't a good location. Yeah. yeah. I feel Horrible for her. Yeah. Because she's such a wonderful person. Yeah. She's honestly, for the most part, always right. Like, I, her argument, I agree with. And the things she says and does, I agree with. It's just the it's delivery. It's just the delivery. It's sucks. also the editors that do it. Because I remember we were never allowed to meet the editors on our show. Right. Because <laughs> if they became close with you yeah. and liked you, that would, like— you know, change how they would edit you. And if they don't know you, then they have no loyalty to you. Yes. So the editors probably were just like, we're just going to run with this angle of her. I know. Sometimes Bo is like, can we find out who the editors are and start sending them like gift packages? He's (laughs) like, I'm scared. (laughs) I love Bo. I do too. I mean, I love him for you. I think he's such a good guy. I think he's so sensitive. You can see that? So sensitive. See, it's so weird for me to, because he is so sensitive. But it's for um, strangers to know who he is. Yeah, because when I watch like. when I watch the show, like I don't see that m- much of him. So I'm like, how does everybody see like what he truly is in just so little time? So I'm always just really impressed that people can see that. See, I think both of you guys are like that. There's something about both your personalities, which is I, I think why one you were cast to be on the show, but also for him, where you like you immediately just get somebody. I don't know. I could just really feel like his soul. Like I could feel like he was a really good person. I love that. I mean, I feel like that. Yeah. Obviously about him. Where is he from? Well, he's from all over. Okay. But he mainly grew up in Florida. Yeah. But he's dual citizenship with Italy. So he's he's like, he's moved a bunch. Yeah. He was like with a single mom. And so he. Bohemian. Yeah. I love his mom too. I know. Issa is the best. Oh my God, the best. When you first started dating him, was it hard to get him to film? Yes. Wait, okay. That is the worst conversation. Yeah. That is what makes dating really hard, honestly, because mm. you don't want somebody who's going to be like, yeah, totally. But no, then you don't. Then you know that they're, they're in it kind of for the wrong reason. Yes. Yeah. But then I didn't want somebody again who was like, definitely not. I had been there with right. like my ex-boyfriend. He was just a fucking dick about it. But the like, one with the curly red hair or another one. <laughs> The she one had you curly love. red hair. Oh wait, am I not? The yeah, one I mean, who, like I the guess one who made could... passes at Lisa Vanderpump. Yes, I mean, Did he had... not have curly red hair. He had curly hair. <laughs> I never thought of it as red, but maybe, maybe it was. The color on my TV is off, and I don't maybe. <laughs> but he was such a dick about it that I'm like, I can't handle that now. I was right. like, I at least need somebody to be supportive. And that first conversation, I didn't have that conversation with Bo 
until like six months into the relationship. You're like, I need the and he to said know no. that this is real. And then, yeah. Yeah. But he was like, no. Like, he's like, I work in casting. He's like, I can't do something like that. That would just like, really, no. no. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stick with this. And like slowly as he becomes more, you know, a bigger part of my life, I feel like he'll see. And mm-hmm. sure enough, like that's how it happened because he became friends with my friends. Mm-hmm. And then it became something like, well, he would be at all of these things. Of course. He'd be at that party with me or he'd be there. And then he like got to enjoy it and like it enough to the point where he was like, yeah, I can do this. Right. So it was just like, it ended up being a very easy fit. That's good. But it was scary in the beginning. Oh, no, I'm so sure. I'm like, they're going to fire me. Right. Oh, my God. Do we need to break up now? Oh, my God. No. I mean, at that point, hopefully your relationship becomes the more important thing. But luckily, he was game for it. And did everyone, like, accept him? And everyone's nice to him? And he's actually friends with everybody? No, he actually is. Yeah. And he's going to have some of them, like, in his wedding party, too. And it just... You can't not like him. It's really fucking annoying, honestly, because... Everyone likes him more than... Yes. That's how they are with Timmy, too. I feel like in every relationship I had been in before this, like, I was the more likable one. (laughs) And now it's like... No, no, no. Everyone would rather be around Bo than me. Totally. And I think like if sometimes that can be annoying and make me feel a little insecure. But then I'm like, I'm so happy I married someone, someone that, that everybody likes and that everybody can get along with. And that means that that person can pick up the slack if you're not feeling social. Totally. That's how I Let look at it. do all the dirty work. Good I, cop, bad cop. Yes. Yeah. So was the reason why you stopped in the middle of the series, I can't remember when it was, when you left. I think you moved to New York or mm-hmm. you had another. Why did you leave? What what made you leave and what made I you mean, come back? It was a culmination of a lot of things. I had just found out that my best friend had sex twice with my right. ex-boyfriend okay. who uh, we were trying to get back together. And mm-hmm. everyone, like, you know, it was like this big lie around me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know who my friends are. What, like, I just felt like my whole life was— I need to get was, out of here. Yes. Yeah. And then I met my ex-boyfriend who just— who basically said things that made me not want to do reality TV. He basically yeah. was like, well, I would never date someone who would do that. Or like, how could you be around those people? Just in a, without telling you, you're not allowed to do this. Yeah. Kind of just pushed me in that direction of not going back. And then when I didn't come back for a while, I realized I was like, I'm sitting here in this relationship that isn't the best. Mm-hmm. I don't have my friends anymore. Like, I don't feel like I have, like, purpose. I, like, I'm just, like, in this home that we have together with, like, nothing for myself. Like, right. And I, I, I feel like I lost something that I enjoyed and I was good at. And so I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm going to go call them back. Yeah. Like, how hard was that like, for you? a year later. Um, I mean, it's always hard to admit when you're wrong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you want to, like, play that game and be like, but how much do you need me right now? Right, exactly. Tell me how much you need me. Right. So it was it was a little difficult. It's very humbling. Yeah. But, I mean, I knew that in the end it would be worth it. And it turns out it obviously has been. And Totally. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Don't listen to your boyfriends, everyone. No. Well, not the ones that don't support what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I was lucky that I met Timmy, and he was a producer on the show. So he and, like, gets it. loved than- reality TV, and he really got to know who I was and knew that I wasn't just, like, a, quote, like, reality TV star. So he got it. But I can see how some people could think of, look at it as, like, kind of a turnoff. Well, then don't start dating me in the first place. Totally. Like, if, if that's not something that you're interested in, then, right. like, why did you begin 
This courtship. A hundred percent. Did you guys meet on the city? Yeah. Well, we originally met because I was dating one of his best friends. And then his best, this best friend got him a job on the show. Oh my God. Is this scandalous? It's, so it was. We like didn't tell anybody. We, nothing really happened between us for a really long time. We just were like text and we, yeah, just whatever. And then. Finally, something happened, but we were like, this is bad. I'm on a reality TV show that is showing my life. I was in New York at the time filming The City. I love The City. I remember yeah. this. Like, you don't understand. Sometimes I watch reruns. Like, it's just, it's, <laughs> that was like the life I wanted. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. Can I tell you this real fast? Yes, Bill Langworthy yes. told me that he found an audition tape like four or five years ago of me when I was 18 or 19 years Trying old. For, out for The City? For The City. No. And I don't even remember doing it. Oh my God. And I'm like, how do I not remember? Maybe they had just brought me in for something and I just didn't know what it was for. Oh my God. Like that type of that casting is so tape. funny. I wish that you would have done the city with me. It would have been oh my so God, much better. It would have lasted for longer than two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so hilarious. Yeah. So I was just like, you're going to get fired if anybody finds out something and like, I need to do this show because yeah. if I close off this part of my life, then the show is going to fail. And yeah. it ended up not doing well anyways. Cause like, I just, I, I'm good on reality TV, but I, I can't like carry a whole reality TV show. I so. wouldn't want to. People ask me all the time, like, when's your spinoff coming? I'm like, do you know how no. much pressure that is? Yes. That means that it is all on my shoulders. It's too much. It is so hard for one person to carry a show, like an ensemble cast is the dream. When you find it, you stick with it. Totally. You're so right. So anyways, we move, I moved back to LA and that's when I was like, okay, now it's time. And it just happened. It was like, we just knew it was going to happen when the time was right. I love that it was a little scandalous. Yeah. I a think little that, bit. I we had to tell the none of the producers knew. It was like a whole thing. Oh my yeah. gosh. And now a word from our partner. All right, guys, the 2019 FabFitFun Fall Box is on sale now. FabFitFun is the best. It's a subscription service that sends you amazing items that you wouldn't necessarily know to look for. In this box, three of my favorite things are the body souffle, which is amazing. It's vegan and cruelty-free and super moisturizing. The Aveda Damage Remedy for my hair. It's a daily hair repair, which I need because I'm getting my hair done a lot lately for filming and shoots. And so it's just something that I know I can rely on so my hair doesn't really die on me. And then the Murad Renewing Eye Cream, which is a must. I mean, my mom told me that I needed to be using eye cream since I was like 13 years old. And it's something that I use every day. And so I'm really, really excited to have this Murad one because I've heard great things about it. If you guys haven't heard of FabFitFun, you've probably been living in a cave because they've been around forever and it's an amazing subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products sent straight to your doorstep each season. They take the hassle out of shopping by doing it for you and it's customized to your specific interests. They deliver seasonal must-haves that you need. The fall box is the perfect way to treat yourself or others if you decide to get a present. It's obviously a fun surprise for people that shows up on their doorstep. As you transition from like these hot summer vibes to more cozy fall sweaters, 
they want to give you back your time by shopping for you because this this is a really, really busy time of year. You can save money on quality full-size products today because these deals don't last long. The boxes sell out fast, so sign up for yours today. You can also browse around the website fabfitfun.com to explore and become more familiar with the brand and the product. The boxes retail for $49.99, but always have a value of over $200. You can use the coupon code with wit for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Again, use the code with wit for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. And now back to our conversation. Is there anything that sticks out in the past of filming that you have ever regretted saying? Like any any fights, any things that you're like, God, I wish that that didn't happen. Or are you really just like, this is me. That's what I was feeling in the moment and whatever. Um, You know, for the most part, I feel like it's like, this is me and this is how I was feeling. Yeah. I do regret some of the arguments like with Lisa. Yeah. Because it just wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like those argue, it's like, it's not like she's my best friend to where like, I need to be right and, and argue that out. Or like work, like work through it to get to a better it. place. Yeah. Like, like I wish I just would have like kind of knew my, I wish I would have known my role. Yeah. And kind of just like, but that's also been, the producers being like, you should really stand up for yourself and yes. then making you feel like you have this strong case against her or something. Wait, this is so interesting. So you know how, like you just said, you should, that producers are like saying you should go stand up for yourself. Yeah. Is that what you're normally told before you go into scenes? Yeah. I mean, because we not- all get told different things. I've never had to been told that. Not once. I, that like you should really assert yourself here. Like, can you believe she did this? No, it's, it's more like I get more like you need to tell like, out this person, like tell the, tr- make this person accountable. I think right. that's where they, so like you, you can tell what like producers want by like who they tell what to right. do. So it's like, and I'm always that person that they're like, hold that person accountable, hold that person accountable. I've never been told you should go stand up for yourself. That's <laughs> never happened. <laughs> so I've gotten both of that. Like, especially when I was on the hill, when, when I was on the hills, my role was literally just to ask Lauren questions. Like, how was your night last night? Like, what's so going crazy. on with Heidi? You know, like it was never anything about me, which was fine. But, yeah. and then when I was on the city, they would tell me like, oh my God, Olivia took credit for styling that look. Like, you need to go stand up for yourself and make sure Diane von Furstenberg knows that like you're the one that styled that's that terrifying. look, you know? So like they would try to amp me up. And I remember this one time having to confront Olivia and them giving me like tequila shots. I mean, not like force, forcing me. No, I, was, I like, get it. I need some liquid courage and like taking some tequila shots in order to tell Olivia that like I was the one that styled the look. But anyways, yeah, it's, it's, we, you have to really think about it. It's like, they're not just therapists or friends, the producers giving you real advice. Like they are trying to get an interesting, compelling, dramatic scene. Yes. So it's hard to really sometimes go, yeah. you know, you're back and forth in your brain. Like, are they looking out for me or no. do they just want me the to answer, start something? And this is something I will tell everyone. And it's not like it's bad. It's 
but producers are not looking out for us. No, it's they shouldn't have to though. That's we, not we that's need not their to make job. Those decisions ourselves, and we probably have become hopefully have become privy to that by now. Yes, yeah. like I get it when they just have to make like good. TV, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, I understand that, like, because I, I know so many of my other castmates are like, I don't trust our producers. They steered me in the wrong direction. I'm like, well, this is their job. Yeah. They love us, but, yeah. like, they have to. What do you think? I They're know. like, what, what are you thinking? No, you're really, that's really smart of you. Everyone should take, and I need to do that, too, because I'm, like, easily impressionable. So I'll come home and tell Timmy, like, yeah, the producer said this to me. And he's like, Whitney, really? Like, you know what they're trying to do. Yeah. You know, like, just be smarter than that. How do you, like, stay sane through all this? Like, what are, are there any, like, self-care things you do or? My self-care is so different from what other people, I feel like a lot of people are like, I take bubble baths or, like, I do this. I'm like, no, like, for me to stay sane, like, I need alone time to, like, sit and binge watch, like, some TV. Yeah. Like, that is, like, it could be like the most fun party going on, on on a night. And I'm like, my way of recharging my batteries and like really like just staying normal is being home alone. Yeah. Like with my dogs and Bo, if Bo's there, it's like being alone. Totally, you know what I mean? Totally, it's totally. the same thing. Of course. But I just, I really, and that's something that my friends understand too. Like I respond to maybe like every seven of like, people's texts. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm so bad. I'm not really good at it. I'm not good at communicating. I don't really like call to check in, but I don't expect people. I don't care for people to do that with me. So like people understand that like, I'm a little bit of a loner. Are you an only child? No, no, you have a brother. I'm the oldest of four. Oh, so maybe that's why I need alone time. No, I'm the same way though. I'm one of five kids and I'm right in the middle and I need alone time too. And my, I w- sometimes when I say that, like that I just want to watch reality TV and chill out to relax, people are like, it's not very relaxing. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's yes, super- it is. Yesterday, I said to Timmy, I'm like, Timmy, I need some time. Because like Sunny, I have a two-year-old. Yeah. Like, it was just so a lot. Cute. This was Saturday. And... So he took Sunny for a walk, and I just watched two episodes of Real Housewives of Orange County. That's and then, like, felt refreshed afterwards. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what about your skin? Your skin is so amazing. Oh, my gosh. I have psoriasis, so no, it's not. I my just, husband has psoriasis. It's but where the worst. Is your psoriasis? Well, most of it's all, like, in my hair, oh. on my ears. Like, sometimes I get it on my face. Sometimes I don't. It depends. Is like, it, like, a stress thing, or it's just— They say that it is, but, like, who the fuck knows? Right. So it's like it's constantly dry. So like I just I make it a point to like not really use face wash because it's like too harsh. Interesting. So like yeah. I take my makeup off either with like a makeup eraser towel mm-hmm. or like a wipe or something for my eye makeup yeah. and then just moisturize a lot. I'm okay. like very low maintenance. That's great. Because I feel Less like is more for you. The more shit that you put on, it's like it will irritate it. The psoriasis, yeah. Well, I can't see anything when you're. I've got a lot of. I got a lot of foundation on right now. It looks Christian Dior Air Flash. That's what you like? Mm Mm-hmm. It's so, it's like so thick. It's ridiculous. I don't look like this at all. (laughs) (laughs) I highly doubt that. It doesn't look thick though. Thanks. Wow, it looks good. Okay. And then what about like any routines before you start to film? Like, do you do, do you try to get in shape more? I wish I did. Do you do lasers? Do you get like anything before filming that you, that you get ready for? Well, I make sure to do Botox like two months before filming because I like to have expression, but I don't want it to be like where my makeup is like seeping into my lines. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. I know a lot of you guys out there have 
fertility issues, fertility questions, and don't really know exactly what to do about them. For me, knowledge is always power. And when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, for your health, and for your future. And there aren't many decisions bigger than having a child. But for many women, their fertility is a big question mark. You've probably thought about the next step in your career and your relationship, but what about planning for a baby? Women are having children later in life. I mean, I'm 34. My mom had her first kid at 26. Um, but biology hasn't changed. And we need tools to understand the future of our fertility. What's great about modern fertility is that it is a quick and easy hormone test that you can actually take at home. So whether you're thinking of trying for a baby now or you want to know your options for the future, you can have that knowledge in order to make those decisions. Your results are delivered within 10 days and your personal dashboard will give you insight into how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. You can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse or use the timeline tool to plan ahead so you don't have to feel alone in this. I mean, I know we all have doctors, but this is an easy thing that you can do on your own and then have someone to talk to about the test results. The proactive testing through your doctor can cost over $1,000, but with modern fertility, you can get the same information for just $159. Right now, modern fertility is offering my listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash with wit. That's $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash with wit. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash with wit. And instead of it being 159, it'll be 139. And now back to our conversation. So here are just some like random quick fire questions. Okay. okay? What's your hangover cure? Uh, probably to keep drinking through it. Really? But you know what? I do order like the hangover shot from Earth Bar. I do IVs. I like I do it all. You do it all. Yeah. Okay. Who do you text before you take off on a plane? Well, if I'm not with my fiance, no one. Maybe my publicist. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Shout someone out to has, Emily. Yeah. Someone has to know where you are. What's like an app you can't live without? Uh, can, Daily Mail. Oh my God. I love they Daily get Mail. They the craziest photos of people. They do. Yes. Like such random ones. If you were to go on there and type me You're in. You're always at the farmer's market. Always at the farmer's market. <laughs> always. And always like in, in a crazy. Biker shirts. Biker sh- Yeah. You're in like patterned outfit. biker shorts. So bad. You love the farmer's market. Well, have you ever stolen anything? No. Me either. I, no. Mm-mm. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever bought? Bought? Yeah. Oh, I remember I, well, I mean, I guess people didn't really know until now what I'm about to say, <laughs> but I took an Ambien once. I don't recommend it. I love Xanax, but like, yeah, I took an Ambien once and I woke up and then a couple days later I had like boxes of there was like 13 books and four vibrators. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck ordered this shit? And then I looked at all the books. and I was like, this looks like stuff that I would look up. So that makes sense. It was probably me. Oh I don't know God. when I did this. But why would anyone need four vibrators? And that was just really weird. It <laughs> was just really weird. the weirdest thing anyone has said to me <laughs> and for that question before. I then did my research, and it turns out that, like, there is a problem with Ambien. Yeah. And people, like, shopping online and, like, people losing their life savings because they don't remember doing, doing it in the middle things. of the night. I, I, I've heard a couple stories of that. One guy took Ambien and forgot that he went to— 
Pinkberry three times. <laughs> like he went and got Pinkberry and then he went home and then he went again. And the guy was like, I think you were just here, sir. And he was like, what? Oh, and then my- he went home and then he went a third time. And they were that like, that is yeah. great. And then he remembered that after the fact. That is um, great. And then someone also who just like was putting on so much weight and she didn't realize and it was because she was just eating in the middle of the yeah. night. Yes. Scary. I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to take that. What was your dream job when you were a kid? Oh, I mean, it, it shifted all the time, but I, I always wanted to like work in fashion. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's, that was just like our generation. Totally. I mean, that's know? all I wanted to we're do. We're all a bunch of basic hoes out here. I w- honestly <laughs> wonder what I would have done if I didn't do the TV show. Who knows? Your first celebrity crush. Joaquin Phoenix. Oh my God. I was obsessed. Wow. Like really obsessed. Interesting. Do you still like him? I mean, I still have like a soft spot for him, yeah. but he definitely definitely doesn't look the same. No. Oh no. <laughs> no. Your favorite cocktail? Um, that's tough. Depends on the time of day, but I'd probably say a spicy margarita. Oh, I love a spicy margarita. But there's nothing better than like a really nice glass of red wine. Like that's that true. if I had to choose, I mean chilled, right? Oh yes. I put yeah. my red wine in the refrigerator. Same. And last question, what's your ideal Sunday? Oh, doing nothing. Like I wake up really late and my apartment is really cold, so I'm not sweating. And I like (laughs) don't change and just order Postmates and I'm with Bo and the dogs. And there happens to be like a new 90 Day Fiance like like marathon that I didn't even know about. Oh my God, yes. And you just sit on the couch and watch TV all day. And then I get inspired. This is in my dream day. Yes. Then at around like six, I get inspired and I'm like, you know what? I think I am going to shower, put on makeup on and we're going to go have fun. And we go to dinner. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) Okay, lovely. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review because I want to hear from you guys. You can let me know what you thought of this episode or anything more you want to hear about. Thanks. Peace in the streets.